Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission? Who needs my permission? And why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim. Kim, we are doing this one more time. Yes, we are. (laughs) I'm glad you always agree with me whenever we plan on getting started. And we want to talk about leadership. And I think the idea of what we want to discuss today is giving yourself permission to be a leader. and not necessarily what leaders look like, all the things, because there's so many great podcasts and books and conferences and events that tell you how to be a leader. So I don't know that we want to delve into how to so much. I'm sure it will come up because it's just natural because we're leaders, of course, right, Kim? Yes, we are, David. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the idea of when, when the time comes, you have to recognize that it's okay to get out and lead a little bit. You don't have to always be that follower. What are your thoughts? I think we need to be both. <laughs> okay. I always tie the two together because the best followers can become like the best leaders because we understand the concept. We understand how to lead by, you know, helping other people or by doing the things by example and not by just talking at people. But I'm so good at talking at people. (laughs) I feel like that's what this podcast is. I'm talking at people. No, sir. Okay. (laughs) We're not doing that. Okay. So there's so many great quotes out there. I'm going to throw a great, a great quote by someone who was a, whether he was a great leader or not, he got a lot done, but Steve jobs, and he was talking the difference between management and leading, but I think it's relevant. Management is about persuading people to do the things they don't want to do. Whereas leadership is uh, inspiring people to do things they never thought they could. And I have appreciated your leadership in my life as we have gone through mastermind groups and just our conversations about moving forward and how you try to inspire me. And I try to, I feel like I try to do the same thing when I talk to people about, no, you can do it. I don't want you to do the thing you don't want to do. There's times when you've got to do that, but I want to lead people to quote unquote success. I agree, David, and thank you for your sweet words. But I will tell you the the idea of managing people and convincing them to do something that they don't want to do makes me want to run and scream, like run far, far away, because trying to convince someone to do something, you know, that they don't want to do, it goes against everything I believe in. I think we can do the things that we want to. We just have to learn some things on how to do it. And I think when you're a leader, you create other leaders 
You do not look for followers. I'm not looking for followers. I want to run with people who want to learn to lead more and want to lead in a better way. One of my goals for this year, which sometimes I giggle and think I might have messed that one up, but I wanted to become a better leader and it and it feels like I've had many opportunities this year <laughs> to put that into practice. <laughs> but being a better leader comes at a cost. It comes at a higher responsibility, at a higher sacrifice. And, and it's not that we have to go around sacrificing all the time, but it's that efforting you talk about. It's, it's all of that. Being a leader is a choice, not just you know, I'm, I'm this wonderful person. So let me just show up and, you know, be wonderful and everybody will just want to follow me. That's not really being a leader. I will go back to a conversation. I don't think I've mentioned here that I had with a friend of mine and she had chosen to homeschool her children. That just happens to be the topic that we were discussing. And I was curious as to her logic whatever you feel about homeschooling, this was her decision. I was asking why she was going to homeschool. And she looked at me very seriously. And she said, David, as a woman, as a parent, as a Christian, it is not my job to raise children. Then I went cross-eyed and was like, what are you talking about? Is that not the absolute thing that you're supposed to be doing? She said, no. My job is to train adults. And I was like, wow, that is a major mind shift into what you do. And so I think if we can adapt that over into leadership, you're not trying to train followers. You're trying to raise leaders. That's very profound. That's probably all we need to say about that because that was brilliant. And I'm going to let that go. <laughs> the shortest podcast ever. <laughs> and of course, then I have something else to say. <laughs> well, okay. If you want to say it. I think when we're living proof, that's the best leader on the planet. I think that that's the difference between being a good leader, though, is we are the living proof before someone else. We're the example and we really do what we say. It's not about you know, flapping our gums. It's not about just talking. It's not about telling someone else they should do something that we're not. It is about being living proof that if you do this thing I'm talking about, this is possible. This creates possibilities that you won't have if you don't learn to do whatever it is. And I think whenever you are wanting to sit in the armchair in the recliner and you're wanting to look at the football game and tell the quarterback how to throw the ball, that's armchair quarterback in. And I think that comes from, Hey, I think I'm smarter than you. So I don't really have to do the thing. I can just tell you what to do. And that's a big difference in leadership. And I'm going to tell you, most people fall into that category versus Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going through the rough stuff too. And this is really what it looks like. And this is what I've experienced and let's do this together. I think that's the difference. You're talking about leading from behind, which is 
what people try to do and it just doesn't work. There's people in my career, in my life that I would follow into battle any day of the week. I would drop what I was doing and go support their mission. But there are other people who claim to be leaders who would try to muster me and get me going and tell me all the things and give a rousing speech. And I'm just not even, I'm going to go left or I want to go right. I'm not going to go straight ahead. So just because I don't trust them. So I have something spicy to say about this that I probably will get pushback on. But I think when you're talking about a leader leading from behind, I think that's a scary proposition because if we're going to go into battle, I'll go first. Like if we're going to go do something, I'll go first. And when you talk about sitting in the back and I understand the concept of it, but what normally happens when you hear that phrase, if you'll look, it's somebody that's telling you, you go first and then I will come behind you because I've never done this thing I'm telling you to do. And that to me is dangerous. If you're talking about leading from behind because you're allowing someone else to lead in an everyday kind of situation, my team is allowed to bump their head. Like I have no problem with them doing something wrong or messing up. We are always in test and trial mode, research and development always. But when you talk about someone saying they need to lead from behind, that smells like to me immediately someone who is armchair quarterback in. And, and I'm sure there's brilliant people out there that say it. I'm sure. But I am just telling you that puts my guard up immediately, because if you know what you're doing as a leader, why are you not willing to go first? Why are you not blazing that trail? Absolutely. No, I think people that try to leave from behind, again, aren't willing to put in the effort a lot of times. There's times when you've got to step back as a leader and become a follower. Mm-hmm because there is nobody in the lead. Everybody is following somebody. And so if we don't know how to lead, it's probably because we're not, we may not be really good at following and vice versa. As you kind of alluded to it at the beginning, there was a story I heard shared on the interwebs and I cannot uh, remember the name of the person, but they talked about, a Marine that was being disciplined because he fell asleep on guard duty at a base in the war-torn area of Virginia, USA. And he got in trouble and they were going to kick him out. And the guy asked the question, why, why would, I mean, he fell asleep. You know, he was probably tired. He probably worked hard that day. He said, but, but he was, offered the chance to admit it. And they said, did you do this? And he said, no, I did not. They asked him again, did you do this? He said, no, I did not. Here is the exact video proof of you doing what you say you don't, didn't do. And he said, okay, I'd like to take responsibility for this. And they said, no, it's too late. And the guy asked, why in the world would you 
you know, kick this guy out because he's probably, he's young and fresh. He just needs a, less, a lesson to learn. And they said, if he doesn't completely change, if he, as soon as he gets into an area of authority and anybody gets a whiff of him doing it for himself or not doing it for the, the group as, that he is leading, the trust will be gone and they will not go into battle for him because they assume that it's not for the greater cause, that it's just for him. And I thought that was a beautiful example of being a good follower so you could learn how to be a good leader. I work really hard at being a good follower. And I will add a little bit more spicy here. I can lead. I can follow. I cannot do the middle. (laughs) I think that's the part that's hard for me is you be in charge or I will be, you know, if, if you're in charge, I have no problem following you. If you're a great leader, I will be right behind you. Like I, I am great with that. But if you are wishy-washy or you're not a trusted leader, like you just described, if you won't take responsibility, you're not really living proof. You are armchair quarterbacking. I, I can't follow that. And I have to either remove myself from that situation. And I always say I can love somebody from a distance. Like it doesn't change how I feel about somebody like loving them, but it does make me know I can't do things with them because if they don't, if they don't lead where I can follow or they don't follow where I'm leading that, that middle part, that middle part's the messy part of, and that's what gets everybody sideways. You know, they, they just don't know what that is. What do you do in the middle? What do you do in the middle? My father, years and years ago, when I was trying to understand what, you know, voting and elections and all these things, uh, my father made the comment to some variation that, America moves along nicely when the president and the Congress are out of sync, which means that nothing gets done, which means that nothing changes, which means that yesterday looks like, or tomorrow looks like yesterday and there's no question marks. And that's exactly what you're describing is when the followers can't take quote unquote orders or recommendations, or whatever you want to call them, encouragement. And the leader is not open to encouragement or dissension. Then, yeah, now you're now you've you've hit a catch twenty two where you're stuck in a spot and nobody's going anywhere. You're just, you know, you're you're two wildebeests circling each other out in the <laughs> waiting to take dominance of the prairie. So I'm going to give you another visual. I love that visual. And I'm going to give you mine when I think about the middle. That's when the experts are telling you different things. That's when leaders are not agreeing. That's when all of this stuff is happening. There's a lot of middle going on. When you get out of the bathtub and the water's going down the drain and it starts to do that swirly thing around the drain and that sucky noise. That's exactly what I think about of the middle. 
because we can have a group of leaders that are leading. We can have a leader who's got followers, but you get in that middle part and it's the sucky sound. It's the circle in the drain. It's going nowhere except down. (laughs) That's what I think of as the middle. Well, you bring up another good point too. And I, I like that analogy. But the other aspect of that is choose your leader because you're right. There are so many different people. I was able to identify you and the My Sexy Business team as a leading force on Clubhouse and became part of that community and have really been able to plant my flag there, as it were, versus. Every time I go on Clubhouse, I can hear different people offering some of the similar things in the in completely different ways of doing everything. And so whatever it is you're going to do in business, pick a leader. If you're a follower, you need to pick a leader and try to stick with them as much as possible. If you realize that they're going down the drain, then yeah, you need to choose a different leader. But if you're trying to follow seven different leaders for the same thing and they're all vastly different, then basically you've just created a recipe for success. Nope. You created the recipe for the success of failure. There we go. <laughs> you, you created the recipe of the sucky drain. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Hashtag and sucky drain. <laughs> And I have to tell you, you are a leader or you wouldn't want to come with us. This is something that I want to say really loudly because we don't attract followers. I don't want to attract followers. I want to attract other leaders and you are a leader. So I appreciate again, your, you know, your sweet words, but the truth is you're attracted because we're not we're not just talking about something. We're not just talking at you. We're not just talking about something we've never done. It's something that we are living proof of. And that changes, that changes what happens for you. Because if you come alongside a leader and you're a leader, you learn to be a better leader. I don't create followers. I don't want followers. I want leaders and you are a leader. So I'm going to say that out loud. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. A great friend of mine, he is a currently a motivational speaker and just a strong personality in my life. His name is Kevin Brown. You can find him at hero speaker and you'll understand that once you get there. In a world full of excuses, you can stand out by simply solving problems. So I think leaders, they solve their own problems. They help other people solve their problems. They help people they don't even, that don't even follow them solve problems because they're just trying to clear a path to make it easier for everybody else. I'm blazing a trail, David, intentionally blazing a trail. And it's harder than just doing what everybody else is doing or, or just going along with that, what everybody else says and does, but it's worth it. 
because the, the other side of that trail at the end of that, you know, blazing of, of that trail, there's a group of amazing humans who are leaders who have learned, who have solutions of their own, who I also learn from. So there's the other part of that is, you know, I think true leaders learn from the people that are going with them. It's not just about us being smart and figuring something out, but we look around and we know the solutions are actually floating there with us in that group of leaders. Leaders are heading somewhere and they are trying to get to the next place and they're trying to bring as many people along as they can and they will go by themselves if they have to. And that's a lonely place. But if you feel like you're doing the right thing, you may get there and people may see you at a distance and then try to catch up. But it's so much better, as you say, it's so much better to do business together. Mm-hmm. Business is better together. That's a hashtag. <laughs> so info at your permission to win.com. Got it right the first time. Please send us your leadership experiences and your followship experiences. Hashtag followship just made that up. I'm sure nobody else has ever said that. <laughs> but please send us your experiences because we would love to hear what you've learned because we can learn from you. That's 90% of why we do this because we want to learn from you our loyal fandom. Absolutely. Thanks for spending time with David and Kim. Now it's your turn to explore permission in your world. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your permission in the form of a five-star rating and review will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win. Mm-hmm.